I was listening to the score to this movie yesterday when I was doing mm. chores around the house. Yeah, this this um, well, we should we should talk about it on the on the yeah. show proper and stuff. Do you wanna? Did you wanna bring it in? Do you want me to bring in the Toku Thursdays? Like, what do you wanna do? Uh, you can. Okay. Do it. You can do all the things. I can do all the things and then turn it over to you when you give your your synopses. Oh, I didn't. That made me laugh when you said it, but I didn't say that. I I, I tried super hard to find that Comet TV description because I know I saw it. Like, I don't even get that channel anymore, but I saw that in the guide. And then I saw someone like took a screenshot and put it on Twitter. Mm. And that was like a year ago. And you, you know how easy, you know, oh, yeah, quote, it is air to, quotes, to, easy to, to find to, something. To, on Twitter. Yeah, to find that shit again. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, if you don't fucking, if you don't instantly save it, yeah, like right then and there, like, you, and you think to yourself, oh, maybe I can still find that. No, no, no. fuck that. It's fucking gone. <laughs> what? It's like, oh, I, yeah, I had to look. No up longer too. exists. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like... No, no, no. I it 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 it'll be more fodder for the show, but um. But yeah, shit. Should should I just? Do you want to start talking about it? You want to just go into it? Let's get into this. Okay. And then let me see. Just in I'm, case. I'm doing know. my I'm doing my hand signals, motioning you forward. Like, come with me, Derek. Let's do the podcast. And you're like, oh, okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another robot horrific uh <laughs> cockroach tastic cockroach tastic episode of Fan Holes Toku Thursdays. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your tag team hosts tonight, and I am not alone. My tag team partner in this death cage match is going to be Justin. Give a shout out and say what's up. What's up? So yeah, so so this is uh, this is another patented anniversary episode on Toku Thursdays. And it's one of those patented anniversaries that makes me feel good about myself because this is the 50th anniversary 
of Godzilla versus Megalon. And it makes me feel good because it's older than me. Oh <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we're here to talk about Godzilla versus Megalon. This is a theatrical film that was released in 1973. And I, I have a shit ton of history with it. I mean, I, I feel like I could talk about this for like five podcasts, but Oh my god. I, I, I know I know we're doing a, you're like oh my god <laughs> I, I, I know we're just going to be doing a kind of mostly stream of consciousness type thing talking about the film but I know Justin and I probably revisited it for the purposes of, of discussing it on this show and and I, I, I feel like I was kind of lazy with it where like I, I've watched it like I don't know four or five times but like as background noise, if that makes sense. So like I've, I've had it on at various points during the week or whatever in preparation for this. And then, you know, trying to trigger like all these old school memories and stuff. But I guess, I guess for the people who haven't seen it and for the people who want a, a patented Justin synopsis, just for, I don't know, for if, if there's some person out there who's never seen Godzilla versus Megalon, Give us the uh, IMDb succinct uh, synopsis of Godzilla versus Megalon. Okay, I don't know what IMDb says, but I'm going to give you my favorite one. Comet TV would sometimes do Godzilla marathons, and I was like looking at the guide description, and Comet TV's description was something like Godzilla and robot pal Jet Jaguar team up to fight a giant cockroach and a black chicken. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, okay, someone at Comet TV is having fun with this. And I tried, I tried to find proof of this. I know someone took a screenshot and put it on Twitter. And I was like, oh, hey, that's funny because I saw that too. But, you know, I don't have any way to like take a picture of my TV or a screenshot or anything. But like, I tried to go back and find that screenshot. I couldn't, you know, I was joking with Derek earlier about how easy, you know, I'm doing air quotes, easy it is to find something on Twitter, which, which it's not. Well, it's impossible. Once, like when, once yeah. you've lost it, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. swallowed up by the Twitter monster, and you never see it again. <laughs> is, is the Twitter monster also controlled by the Cetopians? Is that, is that maybe how that works? That, like, that's, that would make a lot of sense to me, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I, I guess I should start from the beginning and for me the beginning is and, and i i shared this or at least i shared part of this with you the other day when we were joking about you know your one sentence synopses or you know what have you and stuff and basically like when i was a kid one of the first home videos and i guess this puts the lie to the whole like Batman 89 was like the only affordable VHS tape to be had because I, I know we had some VHS tapes in the house that we own, not many. And, and they were usually really old films or I guess like Godzilla versus Megalon at that point, like old films in the public domain. But and, and of course, I don't have this VHS tape anymore. But I was able to find like photos of it for sale on eBay. So I'd shot it over to Justin. And like the the thing about this that always cracked me up was, and I think Justin will immediately notice, it, it's like a video classics box. 
And on the main front of the box where it's got the title Godzilla versus Megalon and has their own little synopsis, right? Like saying that Godzilla and, and a robot are the superheroes that fight the bad guys like Megalon and Gigan and, and whatnot, right? On the front of the box, it's a screen cap. And you'd think, since it's Godzilla versus Megalon, it would be in color and that it would have a screen cap from Godzilla versus Megalon. But it has a screen cap of Godzilla from the original Godzilla when he's like biting on trains and shit and there's chaos going on in Tokyo. And I remember looking at the box kind of like, I can't remember, I, I almost feel like I hadn't seen the original Godzilla at that point. And I remember looking at this box going, oh, that's kind of scary looking, but cool. Cause I like God, you know, Godzilla sounds kind of cool, but wow, that's kind of scary. And then I would put on the tape and it had like zero to do with that front box cover. And it, and it always, always weirded me out where I was like, why, why did they, why did they, do that like and i don't know yeah. if it's i don't know if it's because they were you know i I'm, I'm sure this film has its detractors i mean it it had a mst3k from my understanding mm -hmm. i know you know given the the comet tv synopsis of the black cockroach or the cockroach of the black chicken that is gigan right like i i mean i mean clearly people have fun just mocking this film endlessly I come to it since I watched this, like, I, I must have been, I don't know, three or four years old or whatever when I first watched this. Like, I almost, I mean, I don't even think it's almost. Like, for me, I'm willing to say that this is the definitive influence on me for Godzilla. And I know that's like a weird thing to most people because you know that like they want to mock it they think it's a goofy movie and all this other stuff but like everything i consider iconic about godzilla i feel like is in this movie like him pounding his chest like him blasting motherfuckers with atomic breath that is blue like like i don't know like that this entire movie imprinted on me you know, at that early age. And, and I can't, you know, like, like it's nothing I can let go of. You know what I mean? Like, like I've always kind of dug it. And, and I, I think too, part of it, especially as a little kid and, 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 and watching it now, I can see it too is, I mean, my innate attitude about Godzilla movies was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring human shit, boring human shit. When the fuck are the monsters on? And at the end of this, there's like just this great it's 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 like a fucking tag team death cage wrestling match. And like Jet Jagger or Jet Jaguar, like he's, you know, it's it, it, I, I mean, I don't even know enough about wrestling, but it's like it's like this this awesome tag team thing where it's like, you know, Freaking Hulk Hogan and the Junkyard Dog are beating the shit out of like the Iron Sheik and uh, uh, 
freaking Roddy Piper or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, yeah. it's just these titans of kaiju, and and it's like I, I remember I love this, and it's funny because it, it jumps through the ages. Like my love of this movie didn't go away; it just kind of hibernated or whatever. Because I, I watched this a shit ton when I was a kid. Because because to be honest, for a while. It was the only fucking God, you know, that VHS tape, that was the only Godzilla movie I, I had consistent access to. Like, we, we we went and saw Godzilla 1984 in the theater, and I was, like, super happy about it, you know what I mean? But, like, this movie, it's like I could watch it any time, and, and, and I always dug it. And, and also, I guess, I don't know, I'm just going to keep shooting off the cuff, but, like, the design, I mean, with, with with some exceptions with the, you know, some of the stock footage that they use, like from Godzilla versus the sea monster when he's like jumping into the water. And and I know there's like certain clips and everything where they kind of, you know, reuse and you can kind of tell the Godzilla suit is not the, you know, not the same suit. Right. As the suit in this. And this is like specifically designed i think to i don't know compete with gamera in some ways or like you know like i i guess gamera being you know, not that gamera was like competition for godzilla box office wise but i mean like in his in godzilla's arc because i mean you know most of the early movies right it's a metaphor and Godzilla's there to ravage Tokyo and, and all this other stuff. And usually it's some other monster that's, you know, Mothra is stopping him from destroying Tokyo or, you know, w w whatever the case may be. And it takes a little while, but then once you get, you know, Ghidorah and some of those other guys into the mix, it kind of, you know, I mean, obviously... Godzilla needs a planet to live on, even if he's trying to, like, ravage Tokyo. So I guess when that happens, you know, when push comes to shove, Godzilla's going to, you know, fight against alien monsters to save the planet he fucking lives on, right? Like that, or Monster Island, or, you know, whatever he needs to defend, right? And, but in this, I mean, you know, and and, and it says so in, in this little description on the, the VHS box, I mean... Jet Jaguar and Godzilla are fucking superheroes in this. Like, and I guess I've always, you know, to me, like, that's, I, you know, I know to some people maybe it's anathema or whatever, but to me, like, Godzilla is a fucking superhero. His, his, his suit design in this is friendly. His, his eyes are big and wide, and you might even almost say, like, anime-like or whatever you want to describe them as. I... I love this suit like this. I, I, and again, I know I'm a crazy person. Like I like Ewoks and whatever. Right. But like, I, this is my favorite fucking suit. Like I love this suit. I, I, I got some vinyl things of jet Jagger and the, the Godzilla I tried to get to pair him up with is like the same scale. And I don't know if it's exactly the same suit, but I, I tried my fucking damnedest to get one that looks like this one that looks friendly, but also it's funny. I say friendly, but like there, there's something about the suit acting in this where they get into that wrestling match and, and you can feel the, the, the aggression and like, 
the the hubris and the you know like the the taunting and all i mean and it's funny too because because you know i know we were having that discussion maybe, maybe this will open the door for you to talk about it a little bit but i'll, I'll leave it with this is we we were talking about dark crystal not too long ago and how you know henson wanted it to you know for them not to speak English in a lot of the scenes and it, you know, totally didn't work for anyone. And, and, you know, they went back and they, they had all these, you know, lines dubbed in English and, and whatnot. But like, this is one of those things where it doesn't happen very often, but like Jet Jaguar and Godzilla fucking talk to each other. And like electronic, you know, beeps and bloops and Godzilla in roars and like the, the, the way Godzilla stares down like Gigan and and Megalon and 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 how he taunts them and is kind of like you know I, I, dude, I just you know it, it, for me it works and I just I love it so I but I I do want you to you know chime in off of that maybe or or whatever whatever's coming to your mind when it comes to this film. So you talking about that old VHS tape takes me back to the days of going into a VHS store and not knowing what films existed because you didn't have a easy access to a list of movies. Right, it's just, right. And then sometimes you would see weird box art and you, you would see stuff like Godzilla versus the Cosmic Monster and you're like, oh, I've not seen that one. And you get home and it's like Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla or something. You're like, hey, wait a minute. I thought this was, oh, they're what are they like retitling films or something like they, there was all kinds of wackiness going on mm -hmm. i remember the first time i encountered this movie i went to a friend of mine's house and he he was also a big fan of godzilla movies i had never been to his house before we were going to watch dino riders because he said he had a bunch of episodes on tape and i was super excited and then i go into his house and i'm looking through his tapes so i'm just like holy shit what's this it was Godzilla versus Megalon, but it was the the Two Towers version. Oh, okay. And I was okay. like, oh my gosh, like we have to see this. And he was like, okay, we can see it. And he was like, but that doesn't happen in the movie. I was like, what do you mean? It's like it's on the cover. He's like, yeah, that doesn't happen. They're no, they're nowhere even near like fighting in a city. They're like out in some kind of like, you know, grassland or something. I was like, oh, well, let's let's watch it. So we watched it that day, and I remember enjoying it. You know, maybe not the human stuff. And to this day, I still don't care for the human stuff in this movie at all. But like you said, like the last 20-ish minutes is just like, it's action. There's a few little shots of like the humans like reacting like, oh, and stuff like that. But it's mostly like you say, it's it's like a big ta tag team battle of like, you know, the monsters taking on each other. And it's it's great. I still think it's great. Like I kind of like you like i've had it on in the background and I, my attention always drifts whenever it's like the little kid or the there's like a bunch of car chases in this movie i was I, since this is the first time i've ever tried to pay attention to everyone's names when it comes to the dub and the japanese language version and like it, it cracked me up because i'm like wait a minute like and i was i was trying to figure out like some rationale like you know spiku you know sparkle you know like i was like is there is there some rationale to this or whatever and there's not like i can't i can't figure it out because the the kid's name is rokuru 
um, or Rokuro or something like that. Yeah, Rokuro. And 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 they call him Rochan sometimes, you know, like like oh, you know, like it's you know, like you know, Japanese nickname or or what have you. They call him Rochan, right? And it's like okay, his name's Rokuro. They call him Rochan. And then I went back, and you know, like like we've been saying, we've both had this on in the background a bunch, and I knew they didn't call him that in the dub. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. I need to go back and listen to this again, right? And I think they call him, like, Roxas. Like, and I'm just kind of like, I and, and part of me was trying to do the whole, you know, oh, well, why do they call Spike Sparkle in that Headmaster's dub? And I go, oh, I get it, because, you know, because the Japanese, they're like, Spike-goo, you know? And you're like, oh, okay, to them, to these these guys, these Malaysian dubbers, they're like, oh, his name must be Sparkle. Okay. And y- you can kind of find the logic in it. But, like, I don't know how you got Roxas out of Rochan or Rokuro. Like, I was like, how did that happen? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I think there's something to, I have to be upfront, like, like the, the human element of these films are not outstanding. But, like, I, I've never thought the human element of Godzilla films were outstanding, to be perfectly honest. And like now when I look at it, I, I, I almost like it, it's like watching episodes of Kikaida. You know, it's like there's some like weird late 70s, early 80s charm to the whole thing. And, and it almost feels like th- this film is so... Um, I mean, even though even though there's bits of it that that maybe try to be where that you know they're they're kind of they're kind of complaining about nuclear testing and they're they're kind of you know there's there's maybe one or two you know uh, snarky comments about oh that you know they keep atomic testing there's not going to be any planet for us to live on and 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 going into that whole kind of you know environmental worship or what have you but like it's very rare and the the rest of it is just kind of i mean there is human action but it's it's just basically the lowest fucking budget godzilla movie that there probably ever was with as much uh uh how i i'm trying to figure out how to say it with as much like phony production value as they could possibly like put into it that would look appealing to kids like where it's like you know and 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 it makes me think of like Kakaida in the other ways where I'm always looking at all these guys doing these stunts and realizing there's no CG no no one is doing this but a human being right and like dude like now as an adult, when I like maybe as a kid, when you watch those guys like drive down the stairs and drive down the hills and stuff, you'd be like, what the hell? Like, bring on the monsters. This is boring. But now when I watch that shit, I'm like, holy fuck. Just like those stuntmen and all the tokusatsu. I'm like, dude, these guys had balls of fucking steel. Like, look at them. They're driving fucking cars, like two cars and a bicycle down a flight of concrete fucking ancient fucking stairs from some Japanese kind of, uh, 
you know, I don't know, shrine or something like that. And then the next scene, they just cut to like a giant mountain with no road. And the dude's just, it's like he's, you know, you talk about off-roading. Like, it's like he's off-roading down a fucking cliff. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, and, and the same thing with like, to, to me, like, it's like that that staircase to to uh, uh, Goro's, like, I don't know, lab or house or whatever it is. It's like, you know, what's his face? Jinkawa, Jinkawa's always fucking running down that staircase and jumping on it. And he's always doing the Dukes of Hazard shit. And, like, he never opens the door to his car and just gets in. He's always leaping into the fucking car. And there's, like, you know, they, they, they try. There's car chases. There's phony-ass fucking beneath the planet of the apes, like fire that pops up and all this shit. And like the Seatopians, man, they are like the, the, the mole man underwater Atlantis cousins of the fucking onto my utmost God bomb crazy people from beneath the planet of the apes, man. Like it's just total fucking wackiness. And you're like sitting there going, dude, the leader of the Seatopians is like a white dude and like, you know, in one of these movies, right? So that stands out. But then on top of that, like he's got like a tattoo and you're just like, dude, this this ancient race, what what it's supposed to be like Lemuria and Moo or whatever. Like they're they're supposed to be these ancient Atlantean type civilizations and shit. And then, you know, if, if you stop and think about it, right? The reason why you can't synopsize this is like what is you? I mean, we shouldn't talk about this at all. Like, we really shouldn't. But, like, what is the goal of the Seatopians? Like, like, it's like, it's like they live underground. Are they just sending Megalon up to fuck shit up because they're pissed? Like, do they expect Megalon to like wipe everything out and then they can come up and take over? Like, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like. You know, to me, it seems like kind of vagary and it doesn't really matter. It's just to get the monsters together to have them fucking fight. And yeah, I get it. Like there's hours and hours of this movie with no Godzilla where you're like, where the fuck is Godzilla? And as a little kid, I'm sure I was like, where the fuck is Godzilla? But when he finally shows up, it's fucking awesome. Like, like the fucking I love when fucking Jet Jagger like holds Megalon and fucking Godzilla's like, yeah hold him up for me, hold that motherfucker up. And, and he fucking, and then he does like the fucking awesome defying physics, fucking drop kick with both of his fucking legs. And he does it like multiple fucking times. Like it's, and, 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 and poor jet Jaguar's plight. Like, it's like he shows up, he's just a robot. He's just supposed to be like able to get rudimentary commands. Like he's a remote control fucking RC robot. And then the Seatopians take him over and then he breaks free of that thanks to Goro. And then after that, it's like it's almost like he gets artificial intelligence and becomes sentient. And then he decides, fuck this. The only way I can like stand up to these guys is to make myself grow giant. And he just fucking decides to, and it works. And it's like, it's like Jet Jaguar's like Zone Fighter and Ultraman and, and and all these all these other like great kind of 
tokusatsu robots, but it's like it's almost like he's like a good guy version of Ultron, like where it's like Ultron started out as a little fucking shit toaster that did whatever. And by the end of it, he's like the the baddest fucking thing ever that's like going to take over the world. And it's like shit, Jaguar's not going to take over the world. He's he's a good guy. Right. He's one of the superheroes. But like he he takes on both Gigan and Megalon. And, and, and this brings me to like my adult memories of this. Like, like I would show this to people and go, dude, this movie's awesome. And, and like that, I think this movie is kind of where, cause when I showed my one stupid buddy, like he was like, Oh man, like, like they're taking his wallet, you know, like when, when we were watching the fight scenes and like, that's, that's one of the, the, the movies where that phrase sort of, gotten to popularity with us because when when jet jagger gets beat down man it's like but but it's like oh man they taken his wallet you know and it was just like you know i don't know man it's it's like this this kind of stuff like i dig it and and i don't i don't know i i don't poke holes or or try to think too hard about the the human aspects and and like i said in some ways the it's not a period piece. It, it It's like it's a piece that was set in modern fucking times. But because of what they're wearing and the way it looks and the way it's shot, now it's a fucking accurate. I, oh, I know it's crazy to say, but it's like it's like an accurate fucking period piece because like the haircuts and the jackets and the every like you look at that shit and you're like, oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, for me, I mean, I don't know, maybe Justin doesn't remember this shit, but for me, I'm kind of like, I remember them jackets and them fucking ugly-ass sweaters and all this other shit. You know, I remember when dudes could just smoke in front of little kids and nobody fucking, like, you know, lost their fucking minds. You know, like, like it's just, I don't know. Like, stuff like this, like, I, I for me, I, I find this whole, like, as, as, as much as people deride it, as much as people probably hate it, like... I find the whole fucking endeavor now charming in addition to loving the fight so much. So I don't know. I'm just, this is me like a uh, Godzilla versus Megalon apologist, you know, in defense of Godzilla versus Megalon or whatever. Like, like I, I, I know, you know, I know there's people that, you know, probably like, are you fucking crazy? This movie's boring as fuck. But like, dude, I, I don't know. Like it, it's all just like really, really, early basic bitch childhood nostalgia like and i just you know i i can't turn it off like i i really you know get a kick out of this movie so do you know how jet jaguar was designed in real life uh i know there was a contest mm -hmm. and i believe the the actual design kind of looked like somebody just kind of you know, put together like Ultraman and, and, and Mazinger and different shit like that. And then, and then I think through that, they, they kind of tweaked it and came up with Jed Jagger, or at least that's my understanding of the contest. But like, it was like, what, like a little kid that sent it in, like his little it, design and shit. It was a contest for some Japanese TV show and this little kid won and when they brought out the design, it didn't look very much like what he drew, so he was upset. Mm. And then 
they started like you know when this film was in development they just started trying to make that into a suit and they started tinkering with it and then they decided you know he shouldn't be a monster make him a robot and then they just kind of like just started changing it and changing it and changing it to where it doesn't resemble that kid's design or that that original monster suit at all and there's some speculation that they wanted to just you know change it so much that it didn't even resemble it that way they didn't have to like you know give the kid any money like 20 years mm-hmm. later or you know just avoid lawsuits like hey we just you know he, that was his own thing and we came up with jet jaguar on our own there's you know there's no relation or anything but i think one well, of the other one of the initial ideas for this was going to be i think it was going to be called like the megalon brothers like undersea attack operation or something like that you know mm-hmm. like some kind of long japanese name like you know Megalon Brothers, Undersea Secret Operation Counterattack Commence, or something like that. I mean, that almost sounds like a wrestling thing, like that, that, you know, I could see it now where it's like, and coming to the ring, the Megalon Brothers, <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit, right? And um, going back to where you're talking about some of the stunts in this, like, there's one scene in this where the Godzilla suit catches on fire, and then the Jet Jaguar suit was said to be very flammable. And then there's a scene at the end of the movie where, like, he's in a ring of fire. So you're just like, well, isn't that, like, throwing, you know, isn't that just throwing caution to the wind if you've got a flammable yes. suit in a ring of fire? Like, that just begs disaster. But I think, you know, Godzilla caught on fire, but I don't, I don't think Jet Jaguar caught on fire. I think I think that goes back to that whole balls of steel thing. Because look, at, look uh-huh. at what these do. I mean, like, if you actually look at it, right? Like, you're like, like okay, you know... Cetopian leaders got tattoos. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the, the, these guys are running down large ass concrete staircases without with abandon. Like they're not even being careful. Dudes are leaping into cars, Dukes of Hazard style, you know, and then you go to their their driving cars down staircases and 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 mountains like downhill like like all that stuff so it doesn't you know ba- based on that it doesn't shock me that it's like oh yeah you're in the flammable suit quick get into that ring of fire <laughs> you know like like let's let's shoot it you know like like it just it doesn't seem like it, it, basically if this is low budget right and they didn't have a budget other than you know what you see on the screen also considered they didn't have a budget for safety and they didn't have a budget to like make a suit that was non-flat you know what i mean like to some some impervious you know suit or whatever you know despite you know what people think right like so there's there there's there's that uh you know i don't know i mean it it, it's like i i i think because of how maybe movies came to be made or maybe how some of them are made presently and that there's there's tons of you know i don't know safety protocols and concerns and all this other stuff like i'm sure a lot of that you know probably came into practice when some of these guys with balls of steel finally you know fucked up and and got people killed do you know what i mean and that's happened so you know and not getting into too much of the you know grisly details but that has happened right like so i think you know that's you know unfortunately it it takes something like that before people are like hey look uh you can't 
you know, let, let's not put the guy in the flammable suit. Or if you notice now, and who knows, may, maybe maybe that's to the uh, chagrin of modern tokusatsu viewers. But I mean, these days, you know, everything is done with this, you know, it'd be like digital fire. You know what I mean? Like none of it would be real, right? It'd all be you know, special effects and whatnot. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have any dudes driving down hills. You know what I mean? It, it would all be this, you know, I don't know, a digitized car flying around or, or what have you. Right. Like, so there is, I guess, you know, uh, an aspect of, you know, the, the charm is the fact that all this stuff is, is practical for good or ill. Right. Yeah. And I, I saw an interview with the, um, the suit actor who played Jet Jaguar, and he pretty much said that. He goes, you know, these movies were made a long time ago, but they mean something because everything you see on film had to be made by someone. The monster suits, the dam that gets destroyed by Megalon, like, yeah, that, that was dam, a huge thing. That dam, like, I, I know, I know, again, it's really easy, you know, Brian was always fond of saying, oh, no, you blew up, you know, Cardboard Town or whatever, you know, like like that, that kind of shit, you know, mocking, mocking these these models that are in some of these films. But man, that that one sequence where he, you know, uh, Megalon goes to the dam and you see all those fucking bricks. I mean, God damn, that's a good you know what I mean? Like you look at that shit and go, there's some I mean you know, there's some fucking artistry in that where you're like looking at it going, wait, it's, it looks real and it's built to a different, you know, scale. And you're just like, you know, sometimes like, like, it's like, you know, it's easy to say now, but like, you know, you look at shit like, uh, I mean, you know, going into like figures and shit where you're looking at like, you know, the Mezco 112 stuff. And it's like, sometimes when stuff is in certain scale, like those cloth outfits, like, they just don't fucking work right. It doesn't look right. It feels off and it's hard to replicate when something's that tiny. And and like, I feel like, you know, when, when, when a dam made of bricks, you know, relatively speaking is that tiny, do you know what I mean? But yet you're like, wow. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's like the same thing as like shooting at Niagara Falls or anything, but like, you know, it, 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 to me, it's good enough, you know, like it, it it made you like stop and, you know, there, there's no I don't know, like I didn't have any event horizon with this stuff. Like, yeah, it, you know, some of it may be, you know, quote unquote, fake looking. But like to me, it's all like you're saying, it's all real. And then think about the massive amount of man hours that goes into building the dam and then it gets destroyed. I mean, you have to appreciate the artistry, but then it's like, I don't know, think of like the Reliant from Star Trek too. It's like, think about the man hours that went into designing, constructing, painting, and filming the Reliant. And then even if you've got like a backup or another backup, like there's a version that is physically damaged and there's a version that was blown apart. So I don't know, it's one of those things where you're like, man, that's a great model. Blow it up. Like it's going to look great. (laughs) It's just... And it's, and you know, like we were saying, it's like today, it's like, okay, it's like, we're going to copy and paste the Reliant 12 times. We got a fleet of Reliant and we're going to blow them all up. And it's like, well, I guess, but it's just all a bunch of computer shit. Like, I mean, you build it in the computer, but there's no, there's no Reliant that I can hold. There's no 
dam that I can go to on a soundstage and watch you blow up or watch the monster suit come through. So this is something that I read on Wikipedia. So I guess we can question the validity of it. And I'm not old enough to remember this. And apparently it's it's something that's lost. But I, I kept because it was funny. I read it and I remembered reading it. So I tried to look it up on YouTube thinking, oh, you know, maybe there's some clips from it or whatever. And then I think YouTube kept trying to correct me. So I started going like, well, did I fuck that up? Because I think, well, basically uh, what, what I was looking for was they mentioned that there was a network broadcast on NBC of Godzilla versus Megalon. And it was cut down to like, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour or so, you know, like, like, you know, for an hour with commercials, right? So like 45 minutes, but apparently to host it and, and kind of poke fun at the whole thing, John Belushi was there in a Godzilla suit, like the skit he did where Barbara Walters or Barbara Wawa or whatever interviewed him as Godzilla on Saturday Night Live. And I was like sitting there going, I don't remember that. Like, and, you know, obviously, like, I don't know, maybe it aired in like 75, you know, like basically before I was fucking born. Right. And so I'm I'm looking and, and then basically like I did find this page where it basically says lost NBC John Belushi skit bumpers for the film on March 15th, 1977. NBC broadcast nationally and in prime time aired Godzilla versus Megalon. And it was the only installment of the Japanese Godzilla franchise that had this privilege. Since the film had a goofy reputation, bumpers were filmed featuring Saturday Night Live actor and comedian John Belushi in a Godzilla suit. John Belushi would make snarky, though played straight for the character, remarks about the film and the franchise end up trashing his chair and then biting down on the movie reels. And they talk about how Belushi previously played Godzilla on SNL, and the broadcast was an hour long, so they, you know, they edited the shit out of the movie. And then it says for availability, since the bumpers aired when home recording was at its infancy, it's unlikely that these bumpers would resurface. And additionally, they were only shown during the original broadcast, which was only rerun once or twice soon after the first one and have not been seen since. Now, I mean, I guess I can believe that. I mean, it's like, okay, fine. It's it's like one of those lost Doctor Who episodes and it's got this lost status. But then like, dude, there's recordings of the Star Wars holiday special all over the place. Like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm like, you're telling me nobody fucking taped this shit? Like, nobody? Like, so I'm kind of shocked. And, and then I'm kind of wondering, like, part of me is like, is this just some big, you know, hokum internet rumor? Like, you know, Orson Welles and Leonard Nimoy and Unicron and, you know, whatever, right? Like, is this just some, you know, <laughs> you know, weird, you know, ah, uh, the French, you know, like bullshit, like internet hoax? Or is it real? But it, but anyway, I'm reading about it and it makes me wonder, I guess. There definitely was, I mean, I guess they have something from a TV guide to prove it because they've got like a TV guide ad that says, made entirely in Japan with a special guest appearance by Saturday Night's John Belushi, made entirely in America. To distinguish the, you know, from the, the Japanese film, I guess. 
So that's that's the proof, I guess. But I guess nobody taped that shit. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it either. Like, I've seen a picture of that suit Belushi was wearing, but that's the only thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and more than likely, that was from the... The, SNL the sketch original bumper. SNL sketch, yeah. not, not these bumpers, right? Like so. Jet Jaguar versus Megalar. Monsters fight! I, I guess the other thing that dawned on me when I was revisiting this, and, and I don't know if if you feel the same way or not, but I I, I feel like the legacy of this movie for me comes in my love of like Godzilla save the earth and, and like the, the other, you know, basically all the fighter video games, you know, that have come out for Godzilla. Like, and I don't know how many of those you've played or not, but just, you know, basically you know, it's, it's, it's like all the different, you know, you know, Kaiju and monsters and stuff. And you can, you know, pick who you want to play as and you, you know, usually beat the shit out of other characters or whatever. But like that, that Save the Earth video game, I think is like, I, I want to say it's that one, like that was on like the Xbox or whatever, like that, that was the one that I remember playing the most. And, and, and I feel like is the, I don't know, the, the pinnacle of, of the guy, like, I, I think they tried to make, you know, quote unquote, better ones with the newer systems. But I, I don't think anything ever captured uh, the joy I had. Like, like, uh, I mean, there's let me see. I'm reading Godzilla Save the Earth and a sequel Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. So probably those are the ones that I liked the most, I think. But that Godzilla Unleashed, I think, was I don't know. I, I thought it kind of was not as good as the 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 ones from like 2002 and I think 2004 but I I don't know have you ever played any of those or yeah I had a lot of fun with yeah. that save the earth game I remember Godzilla Unleashed came out for the Wii and it was one of those games that was like $65 brand new and it never went down in price ever and even if it was like a used copy it would still be mm. like $60 or something that was just like I want to play this like like this is a sequel and you, you know why want to go down in price and I I was always really tempted to just go ahead and pay the sixty or sixty five dollars on it and I just I never did but if you're saying it was disappointing then I'm glad I saved my money. I mean I just uh, you know the 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 unleashed one I was kind of like uh, I I didn't uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know how to you know how like. It's like, oh, look, this has better graphics, but now the gameplay is kind of fucked up and isn't as good as, you know, isn't as fun as the original game, I guess. I don't know. Like, some, sometimes I feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe it's probably all subjective, you know? Like, like so, I mean, I guess people's mileage may vary. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, you know the Tenchi Budokai games and stuff? Like, like from my recollection, I really like the third one the most. But like, yeah. like I don't know if I'm, you know, you know what I mean. Like I don't know if 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 I'm part of the majority or the minority because like I only, you know, I played the games with the friends I played them with. But it's not like I was, you know, consulting I don't know the interwebs or Twitter or anything back then. You know what I mean. So I don't I don't know what the 
the, the, the popular opinion is, but like, I can just tell you what my take on it was. And, and, and I guess, you know, part of that is like that all the characters looked like the, the classic characters from like the seventies and eighties or whatever. And then part of it is it, it was like they could recreate, you know, they had all the cool sound effects and that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm not saying the newer games didn't have some of that stuff, but I just felt like the, the, the game mechanics weren't quite the same and weren't as fun. And I think the, maybe the, I, I feel like the, 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 the design was trying too hard, you know, like, like they were trying to show off the, the system's graphics instead of just make a, a, a graphic that approximated what you love about the films. And like, I guess that's why I bring this up because, you know, this end battle, like, I mean, th that those games were you could recreate, you know, those battles, right? You could have Jet Jagger versus Megalon. You could have Godzilla versus Gigan or Gigan versus Jet Jaguar or whoever. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you could, you know, and, and they would, you know, they would make the same, you know, Jet Jagger communication, you know, noises, the wah, wah, or whatever. You know, I can't do it, but you know what I mean? Like the fucking you know, the, the, where he makes the fucking noises and shit. And you're like, I don't know, like for me, like that, you know, that a lot of that stuff helps sell shit to me more than, you know, like, I don't know, these, these HD, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I'm sure on some games, HD graphics are beautiful and masterful and everybody's ooing and awing and everything. But sometimes to me, like good fucking sound design, especially when it's like a multimedia, property that is already known like like that you know it's the same thing like you know those Gundam Extreme versus games are probably not like the greatest you know like video game in the world or you know it's not like gamers are going to be like oh this is the greatest but like the game mechanics are fun the suits the mobile suits look like the fucking suits and then i mean i guess now you know sometimes you with those games you have to pay extra for the licensed music but if you have the the the, the rocket songs that come on or the 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 like i said the good sound design with the right you know the right mobile suit sounds and all that stuff. Just like with this, you know, kind of mega monster Godzilla battle shit, you know, it, it makes all the fucking difference in the world, you know, and helps help sell, you know, that, I don't know, that, that fantasy or the immersive nature of, you know, how much you, you get into the game. ジェットジェベンの完成を急げ。世界の平和を守るぞ。音楽データの解析結果が出ました。この中に何が隠れてる。大きいタイプ。いい博士と研究している変な分子の総称です。不可能を可能にする魔法のランプ。アンギラさん
破局へと向かう引き金破局が始まる足原の無限通りというのか破局時代を何とかしないと変えることのできない未来をあらかじめ知れたからって何かいいことあんのか未来が見える意味未来を変える方法あなたはそれを見つけようとしているいざいかんご自社退治行けジェットジャガー I guess the other thing I noticed when I was looking up stuff because I haven't watched it have you watched Godzilla's singular point at all? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I, I never, I, I haven't, I haven't partaken or whatever. But I was curious because I, I saw that that at some point Jet Jaguar gets built on that anime as well. He's kind of the main character in a way. Like he's featured、oh. more than than Godzilla. Yeah, kinda. I, I don't know. I don't know if you would like that anime. It's I, I I heard I heard varying things about it, so like I didn't go out of my way to watch it, and I I you know, but I you know, I I don't know that I'm chomping at the bit to, but the, I mean I admit the jet jaguar thing made me curious. There are things I like about it, and then there are things that I don't care for. I I think the animation is really nice. I think there's like way too much. Like imagine Star Trek techno babble, but instead of like shields and deflectors, it's all about like monsters and how they change and grow and all this stuff.、Mm-hmm. And then you've got like long, long, long sequences of like characters communicating via text messaging, and all it is, it's just like imagine you're looking at your TV screen and someone's cell phone, and you're sh- all you're seeing is text blipping back and forth where characters are、mm-hmm. talking, and it's just speech bubbles.、And、I'm just like. This is going on for like three minutes. Like I know, and like, it's in Japanese too, and they're translating it. Um, yeah, there's a or, dub. I've watched the dub for that, but um, no, 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 no. But I mean, like in the dub, do they change the texts to English or? I don't think so. I think it's still Japanese. See that that sounds even more incredible. I mean, like to me, like just watching texts go back and forth. Yeah, it seems annoying enough without it being. Needing to be translated as well, but there's fun stuff. I mean, the, it took me a while to get used to that jet jaguar design because he's basically like, I don't know, he's like、um, a troll from Lord of the Rings or something sized, he, and he's he got wheels. Like, he, is it me? Like, did he kind of look like they took some Iron Giant inspiration as、mm. well, or like, I, I mean,、that. you know, like the 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 thin. You know, arms and legs, kind of idea or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of excited for it because Jet Jaguar. Like, aside from, you know, these video games we were talking about, like he's not been seen, like since that movie, and I was always kind of disappointed. I was like, you know, they should bring him back. Like, I was waiting for him to get, like get a redesign and be put into one of those Heisei movies in the nineties. I'm like, look, they brought back、mm-hmm. Mogra. Like yeah, yeah. that wasn't even from a Godzilla movie. That was a completely separate movie that Toho made. Well, I'm like, you've got Jet Jaguar. He's right there. Like, if you want to redesign him and make him cool or '90s Extreme Wars edgy, like, I I don't care. Do it. Just bring back Jet Jaguar. And it finally took like, you know, 
40, 35 something years or whatever before they finally brought him back. I like, I mean, I, I think that's part of the appeal to this movie for me because I really do like Jet Jaguar. And and in, in some ways, like, like it's like Jet Jaguar it, to me is like the Ultraman to Godzilla's Jiris, if that makes sense. Like, like it's like you can't have Godzilla and Ultraman team up necessarily but this is this is basically the best that you're gonna get kind of thing i don't know is that weird like that's that's kind of how i see it in the back of my mind and i know ultraman's not a fucking robot and all this other stuff but like i still think he's you know there's something about him that's similar you know like where it's like it's 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 like their version of it or something i kind of think like there's Ultraman influence in this because like most of the movies before this, they were shot and the monsters like moved slowly, like except for like, you know, shit. What's the name of the second Godzilla movie? Oh, uh, Godzilla, Godzilla raids again. Raids again. Yeah. yeah. Like in that movie, the monsters fight, like it's like super sped up, but like all the other monster fights, they're kind of like slow down, right? Like the monsters are moving slowly, but not in this, like the monsters are moving you know, pretty quickly, and it feels more like you're watching an extended Ultraman episode or an Ultraman movie or something, mm. the way they're, they're fighting and everything. So I I don't know if that's on purpose, but it, it seems more like it's influenced by, like, Ultraman or I don't know, there's more, like, Subaraya influence in this than... Yeah, anything. yeah, I, I can I can see that. I mean, I, I kind of took it as, as uh, you know, a, a little more Gamera-influenced as well, right, with the kid and the the, the the two guys and all that shit but like the the Subaraya influence I, I see what you mean by the way like you know Megalon's like hopping around like a fucking bunny and shit like that you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like 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 that that kind of stuff and th- and that's why to me I mean I, I say I find it charming in the same way I find watching old episodes of of Kikaida charming, you know, and I, I'm almost sitting there. I mean, I know it's not even remotely the same helicopter, but they're, they're running around after Jet Jaguar in that little, you know, mini army copter. And it's almost like hat, what, like half of a mash copter, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even like a full copter, but like, you know, they, they tried to make maximum use of their, what production value they had, you know? You know what the one thing that is missing from this movie? And I don't know if you noticed it or not, but there are no women who have speaking parts in this movie. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. Like, the only women you see are, like, C-topians, and they're just, like, in the background doing their, like, cult summoning. They're, they're doing shit. their dance. Yeah. I mean, I, I, figured, I figured that's better than the, the, the radiated people from beneath the planet of the apes. You know what I mean? I was uh, like, okay, they're going to worship, you know, they're doing their little, their little, I don't know, they, they look like little semen dancers or something like that. Like they're what doing if, their little dance. What if they took off their mask and they all look like a bunch of little megalons underneath? Mm, I, I'd say put that bag back on your head, baby. <laughs> you know, that's what yeah. I'd say. No, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I guess, I guess that's true. Like, like, but I mean, I guess, I mean, you know, I know the, the, who knows, I guess anything I say about this is going to get me into trouble, but I mean, going back to the whole, you know, kid friendly aspect of it, may, maybe, 
maybe uh, this is dare I say, you know, boy, little boy friendly. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, you know, like like they, they, I, there might have been an aspect where if you showed kids previous Godzilla movies with female characters, like oh, like if if you're if you're my age when you were watching this and you were four, right? Like. I don't want to see no kissy face and bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't waste time. I mean, it's bad enough you got to waste time on the humans as it is, right? You want to see the fucking monsters, right? So, like, at least, I mean, to me, like, from that perspective, right, the the little boy, like, four-year-old perspective, right? It's like, it's like think of this as, like, the playground. Like, I, I don't want no holding hands. I don't want no kissy face. I don't want to have fucking tea, I don't want a tea party. I don't want any of that shit. Like, I just want the fucking monsters to fight and fuck the tea party. Like, because look at it. Like, the little kid, he's got his little motorbike. Like, they're flying in helicopters. They're they're fucking up aliens' faces with uh, with uh, 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 a remote plane. Like, all this shit. Like, it's like, I mean, this is... I yeah I, I mean I don't know it's just it's just kind of like a, a a little boy paradise do you know what I mean like like just just cool visuals and stuff like like even even stuff I would normally rail against where I'm like oh the Japanese they just like crucifying motherfuckers because they think it looks cool and they don't understand what you know what the fuck Christianity means well guess what none of us understand what the fucking Easter Island heads mean so. <laughs> Free game, Japan. You can do whatever. They can be crazy Cetopian dance girls for the Easter Island heads. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's open season. Like, nobody fucking knows. So you could do whatever you want with them. And and on top of that, I, I think I, you know, that that's the one thing when, when I and the, the Japanese uh, film creators are in alignment. Because I'm like, yeah, those Easter Island heads do look pretty fucking cool. And since we don't know what they are, they can just look cool in this movie and nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really mean anything. There's not anything... I don't know. I, I, I feel like, to me, there's not anything horribly offensive in this unless you go out of your fucking way to look for it. And, and I feel like that kind of commentary can... can be reflective of somebody looking for it. You know what I mean? Where they're like, whoa, whoa, where's, where's the strong female? And I'm like, uh, there aren't any. <laughs> like, whoops. You know, like, sorry. This is a fucking movie for little boys about monsters in a wrestling death cage match. Like, what what are they, you know, I mean, I don't know. And and to me, I mean, this is going to be doubly offensive. I, to me, if if there was anything that you wanted more of, it would be those Cetopian uh, girls, like more pop up babes. You know what I mean? Like like you know, and 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 that wouldn't make anyone these days happy either. So you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know. Like like I I just uh, I guess I never. To be honest, when I was four years old, I never gave it a second thought. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and, and would, like, I don't know. I mean, if you really want to explore it, we can, but like, say, say Goro and, uh, uh, Rochan, like say, say their friend that did all the ass kicking was this ass kicking chick. W would that make the movie any better, any worse, any different? Like, like if they recast, um, What's his nuts? Um, Jinkawa. Like if Jinkawa was like 
what's her face in the um in the uh, uh, Spider-Man, where you know, instead of taking photos, she just jumped down the stairs and 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 did roundhouse kicks on everybody and and did all the same actiony shit that Jinkawa did. Like, would would people look back on this and go, "Oh, this was ahead of its time," or would it just be another goofy ass movie that people made fun of and said, "Ah, this isn't realistic. This chick doing roundhouse kicks, like it's 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 just a goofy." cardboard town movie you know like I, I don't know i mean i guess i guess that's an open-ended question to anybody uh who's listening and justin you know like, <laughs> now now i'm thinking i'm like what if instead of jet jaguar you had a girl who was like cutie honey and when she transforms she turns into jet jaguar i don't know oh you mean like okay i mean there that could be it could be that too, yeah. Um, and then, and then it'd be like you know, I don't know, like RC is whooping up on Megalon or something. I don't know. Yeah. I I always thought this was a missed opportunity though because you've got those Easter Island heads. Like I always thought it would have been so cool if like, and I, I was happy to see Gigan, but I'm like, what if like they're doing their ceremony and like you cut to Easter Island when those giant heads just starts rising up. And it mm. keeps rising, and it's like some kind of like stone, huge, monolithic giant thing that Godzilla has to fight. Like that would make more sense what if, than what, having what if, what, if, what, what if it's just one kaiju? Like, what if all like nine heads or whatever it is on the island? Like, what if huh. what if it's all attached to like one body, and they all cool. get up and like you know start whooping uh, ass and stuff? I I don't know how they would. Man, that would be a huge suit with like four or five guys in it. That'd be a massive thing to do but that would be super cool to see on screen talk yeah, about i mean i mean you talk about like one guy in like jet jaguar's suit like he's roasting alive and anytime he gets like 30 minutes to like take his head off and have someone fanning he does that, that, like, that would be a uh job of the hut level operation yeah like guys working all kinds of stuff right yeah Within the uncharted depths of waters surrounding a group of islands off the 50th parallel lies man's most formidable challenge. The awesome awakening of prehistoric monsters long thought extinct. Savage and deadly. Their one hope is to rule our planet as they once had thousands of years back. Giant against giant. The ultimate battle. Godzilla versus Megalon. Science was baffled and powerless. A terror-stricken humanity knew that it was on the brink of total destruction. A once proud civilization now had to place its trust and hope in Godzilla and his powerful ally, Robot Man. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. Battling by day, battling by night, it was more than a race against time. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Now came the moment of truth. The ultimate battle. 
against Titan, giant against giant in the most spectacular battle yet. You'll see it all in Godzilla versus Megalon. So we haven't talked about like the best part of this movie. When it ends, you get the great Jet Jaguar theme song. Yes. Jet Jaguar, punch, punch, punch. <laughs> I, I I really I mean I know you said you were listening to the yeah to the score and the soundtrack to this like that's that's something else I just find endlessly charming and like of its time like it's like it's jazzy but seventies but like it, it it's it's kind of to me like because I watched it as a little kid in the eighties like and like early early eighties like it it kind of brings back all those sense memories, I guess, you know, like, I don't, yeah. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it, but like, I feel like that's what the film in general, but you know, the, the, the clothes, the music, the pants, like, you know, the whole, you know, I don't know the whole nine yards. It's like, this is, you know, to me, it, 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 it really, gets into my like i don't know reptile amygdala kid part of my you know what i mean like my brain or whatever i guess i was thinking about that the other day like was there any like massive amount of like 70s nostalgia i mean like in the 90s we had like that 70s show and that was like a big thing for a while but like i feel like we've been on like this 80s nostalgia kick for like the past 23 years or something i'm like when do we get to the 90s nostalgia or we can we go to like some 70s nostalgia like i i don't know it just seems kind of i mean i like the i'm like i like the 80s i like 80s music and movies and tv shows but like i kind of i'm kind of over all that like tropiness and callbacks and everything that you see in like tv shows and movies i'm like i'm ready for something different or something new well, when you, I, I, I guess, do you just mean like reflected in other media or like, cause I mean, I feel like, I feel like there is a big resurgence of nineties stuff, like, because you've got, I mean, you know, well, one, I guess, you know, you're talking about that seventies show. Like if, if I understand correctly, that nineties show, like just fucking came on, right. Which I didn't watch it, but that's my understanding. So there's something like that. But I also kind of feel like, I mean, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of stuff that is like strictly eighties, you know, uh, eighties fan wank eighties, you know, what, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like nostalgia trip or whatever, but like, I mean, I don't know, and maybe I'm 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 dovetailing into things like original art and all this other stuff. But I mean, I feel like you know, yes, there are people that look back on the '70s and that's their sweet spot, and yes, there are people that look back on stuff in the '80s and that's always going to be their sweet spot. But there's that there's that kind of uh, old man doesn't under it's not even yelling at the cloud like old man doesn't understand the cloud you know what i mean like where it's like it's like there there's that thing where like you know there's all this like you know stuff from the 90s that people never thought in a million years would would go for you know whatever crazy amount of money and because it's you know quote unquote 90s nostalgia it does do you know what i mean i mean i mean you don't think about it but i mean 
a Deadpool movie with Cable in it? I mean, is that not 90s nostalgia? You know what I mean? Like, 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 I mean, I mean, maybe you don't think of it that way. You just think, oh, this is just another, you know, comic book movie, you know, in a long line of comic book movies. But to me, like, you know, why are they, I mean, not that I'm going to watch this, but why are they bringing back the X-Men cartoon? Why is there a a Gargoyles comic? Like, why is, you know, you you know what I mean? Like, what, you know, those you know, certain properties that withstood the test of time, like, you know, why do they go back to that? Well, you know, and, and, and when, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, I guess when, you know, when Kevin Conroy was among the living, why were they always going back to him, you know, going back to that? Well, you know, Oh, voice Batman in the video games, voice Batman on these other, you know, animated projects and all that other stuff. Like to me, like, I mean, you know, aside from his talent, do you know, like, like part of that is, is to me something that, you know, they'd want to capitalize on, you know, kids grew up watching this in the nineties and they're nostalgic for that. You know, that's some of their sweet spot, whether it's X-Men, the animated series or Batman, the animated series, like, you know, again, talking about comics, why were they doing, what was that one thing they were doing, like the sequel where Mike said it wasn't that great or some kind of follow-up to Batman the Animated Series that took place during the Justice League or what? you know, the the thing with, like, Deathstroke and all that other shit? Oh, yeah. Whatever it was, Batman Adventures Continue or whatever the fuck that was called. I mean, to me, like, things like that or or, or those those, uh, X-Men Legends books, you know, like, let's go back to extreme. Let's go back to, you know, what whatever it was like there. There, there are those. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to pluck from shit I can think of off the cuff. But like to me, I guess I'd say. There are things where they've certainly tried to capture that zeitgeist or or, or you know, go back to that well again, you know, like or like. You know, what's some, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the, you know, like to me, I, but I get what you're saying, because some, sometimes it's like retro, right? Because it's like, what, like, like, am I wrong? Like, is, is like something like Malcolm in the middle 90s, but then the Goldbergs is the 80s or whatever? Like, I don't know if I'm I'm misrepresenting that, but you know, like, so, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. There is that, you know, m- maybe there's that nostalgic uh, a retro war or you, you know what I mean? Like where, where you, you feel like sometimes they're, they're still in contention with one another. Like if you're saying, Oh dude, I'm, I'm over some of this eighties revival nostalgia shit. Like, can, can I have some more nineties revival nostalgia shit? And, and I guess all I'm saying is n- not that you're wrong or that, that, that there couldn't be more of one than the other, but maybe there are some things out there that you just, it just hadn't registered that it was, you know, like, you know, like Deadpool and Cable, it just hadn't registered that, you know, it, in some ways this is nineties nostalgia. I mean, to me, like if you wanted to make the argument, you could say the two, you know, infinity war and Endgame are nineties nostalgia, right? Because, they're based on fucking 90s crossovers. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, in a, in a roundabout way, there, there is there is them going back to that that well or whatever. You know, I mean, I, I don't know that that's entirely 
provable or true or what have you. But I mean, you know, if if you think about it, like there there there's a little truth to that. I mean, I mean, sometimes with like stuff like Transformers, I think, holy shit, like we're already doing, you know, it's that thing of like 20 years, like you're talking about 80s and 90s. And I feel like there's there's people getting into the the early aughts nostalgia. It's like we're bringing back Transformers Armada and all this. You know what I mean? Like there's 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 other things, too, where I'm like to, to me. And maybe that's me being like old man who doesn't understand cloud or whatever. You know what I mean? Like where I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, we're already up to early aughts nostalgia. What the fuck? You know, like like it's like the world's flying by. You know what I mean? Like type thing. Before you know it, they're gonna be uh, we're gonna be nostalgia about um, what's his nuts, Orgo or whatever that dude's name was from Godzilla 2000, you know. But I guess we dovetailed a bit. But um, I I don't know. Do do is there is there anything else that you uh, you wanted to bring up about Godzilla versus Megalon or or any of the the kaiju like you know Gigan or anything like that? I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm on board your ship. Uh... Your nostalgia ship like i this is one of those movies i watch and i have fun with it you know i maybe i'll zone out during the you know the people stuff i still enjoy all the monster action and i still think about going to my friend's house for the first time and digging through all his movies and discovering this and you know just the bygone days of going to a movie rental store and you're just like okay what wonder what godzilla movies this store has i've never been to this store okay Godzilla versus the Cosmic Monster. Oh, I got tricked by that one last time. That's another thing. Like, I remember being in the third grade. Another friend, like, I was staying the night at his house, and we rented some Godzilla movies. And I remember his dad was telling us that Rodan and Mothra had their own standalone movies. And, like, it, that just blew our minds. Like, we had no idea that they had, like, we had no idea there was a Rodan and a Mothra movie. And we could never find those. Like, I never saw Rodan until, like, I don't know, 2002 or something, when I found that movie at the discount bin in Walmart. I was like, holy shit, like I've been looking for this movie since like 1990, and I finally found it at Walmart in the cheapo DVD bin. Like I was so like happy. I think, you know, speaking of of early aughts nostalgia, and I think this is something that Mike and I frequently do, but it's usually with GeoCity pages about being able to read, you know, UK comics and scans of UK comics online when when we could barely, you know, get any of them imported or what have you. But I feel like Godzilla plays into my early aughts nostalgia too because because of what you're describing. Because you know, I I eventually, I mean, you know, I I had a fairly huge VHS tape collection and. A lot of those were, you know, Godzilla box sets and individual Godzilla tapes, like the Godzilla versus Megalon one that I showed you and all that stuff. So for a long time, I had a whole bunch of Godzilla tapes. And I I think kind of like what you're describing when you discovered you're like, wait a minute, there's a solo Rodan, there's a solo Mothra. Like what? Like what, what? You know, and you're you're learning that there's new things you had never dreamed existed or whatever and i think for me it it felt like for a long time all i really knew of godzilla was the showa era and 1984 and i kind of thought that was it you know what i mean like where i was like i was like i've seen all the godzilla movies like you know godzilla versus king kong and 
you know, and, and, and I had all these things on VHS, you know, Godzilla versus the sea monster. And, you know, like you're saying, they, they, they put the wrong names and you're like, Oh, Godzilla versus the, the cosmic monster, but it's really uh mecha Godzilla. And, you know, w- whatever copies of these VHS tapes that you had. And, and I remember in the early aughts, like, one, like, you know, it's like, okay, right before that, we had to suffer through, you know, Gino or whatever. But, like, it, I, I think around the early aughts, it was like, okay, Godzilla 2000. And then and then I was all excited about that because there was a Godzilla movie in the theater. I dragged my friend, and he was like, what the fuck are we doing here? And all this other stuff, you know? But, like I said, I made him watch all this shit, and, and he was saying, uh, you know, that Gigan and Megalon were taking uh, Jet Jagger's wallet and shit, you know, and all this other stuff. And we were, we were having a good time watching it. And, and so, you know, I made him come to the theater with me for uh, Godzilla 2000. But because of that, I was like, well, wait a minute, there's all these other, you know, movies and stuff. And I think that's when I was able to leverage the internet and just be like, oh, wait a minute. Like, look, there's, there's this movie and that movie. And, and I was like, there's all these, Hey, same. There's a space Godzilla. Like, you know how much I love space. So I was like, space Godzilla. What? Like, I was, I was like, freaking out about like all this stuff that I had never really knew about before. You know, like, and so like that. You know, again, that that kind of opened my eyes to like, and 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 that was when I started learning about. Wait a minute. There's Showa era. There's Heisei era. There's Millennium era. Like what? Like what is you know there you know and and so like there there's something to that where I I just am nostalgic about that kind of wider. You know, I I I guess like you're saying maybe maybe uh you know folks the kids whatever right they don't appreciate like like that that sense of discovery because maybe maybe it's all at their disposal with a a click of a button i guess or or you know they can ask their their uh older wiser uh uh nerd guru friends or whatever like i don't know but you know you know what i mean like where you're just like wow like you know back back then it was like you know like you were saying like you had to have moments of discovery and 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 read about shit and books and you know what I mean like like or, or Cinefantastique or Starlog or you know like that's how we learned about some of this shit right like like that we we wouldn't have known about but you know in terms of you know like the the modern times it like opened your eyes to all that stuff and made it all much more easily accessible so I guess you know in the long run that's that's probably pretty cool. All right. Well, I think I think we're done talking about Godzilla versus Megalon. If you guys have any comments, questions and or concerns, you can reach us at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. I will not be jumping down those giant stairs to answer the emails right away. But if we get some emails, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it. And you can find us on all kinds of social media. We are on Tumblr. We're on Twitter, where if you post something, eventually you will lose it. We're on Facebook. Uh, We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. We're on Instagram. We can also be streamed. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. 
So until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC, thumping my chest, signing off. And this is J- Justin signing off. Punch, punch, punch. Telling me you don't want to ride that little that little water device thing that the kid had at the beginning. Oh, the dolphin bow? I wanted one of those. I didn't that's one of those things where you're like you're a kid and you don't realize that this movie is like I don't know, ten years old already or fifteen mm. years old and it's you in Japan. Just, it's in yeah. Japan. You can't just go down the street and get one of those for yourself. Yeah. I mean that's the little kid logic. I want the go get it. Um you're stupid. No. <laughs> I think that's what I was told. No, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Yep, I got a lot of that. Yeah, I I don't care what the haters say. This movie's fucking cool. (laughs) I feel like this is a Moonraker of uh, Godzilla Mm. movies. You either like Mm. it or you hate it, and I Mm. like it. That would would explain me, because I I think I enjoy Moonraker. I do, too. Like, the, the ones I don't enjoy... Godzilla versus a sea monster, son of Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla versus a sea monster, man, that's the epitome of of human scenes sucking ass. Like, and then you get to watch Godzilla and the sea monster throw a rock back and forth for three minutes. I'm like, you know, it also it also kind of sucks because because it was supposed to be stupid King Kong. King Kong, yeah, yeah. I think that's why that sucks too. Uh huh. Because Godzilla's simping out over that one bra. Like, oh, I never noticed a lady before. Kind of like it. Yeah, there's some nice camaraderie in this movie. You know, Jaguar's like shaking Godzilla's hand. He's like, dude, bro, you saved my ass. <laughs> you saved my ass. We're friends now. Like, we're friends for life. I like when he throws away uh, Megalon's little mouth bomb. Like he's like throwing away a grenade in the trenches or something. <laughs> he's like, no. Fuck that shit. There was um, I can't remember what movie it was, but um, I saw another interview with a suit actor, and he said he was doing some like water tank scene where he was in the suit. Oh. And something happened. And, nearly fucking drowned. Yeah, like he was like, "Well, they're gonna come get me. I can't lift myself up. The suit's you know too heavy. I'm in the water." And he said he was like, "Oh, I guess I'm like, I guess this this is how I go." And then finally they were like, they didn't go down to get him because. They were worried they go they went down to get him because like, you know, they were wasting film time and you know, all that like Hollywood, you know, not Hollywood, but you know, filmmaking stuff like, come on, man, we're burning daylight, we got film, like we need to get this shoot. Oh, he almost died. But that's not good. That reminds me of uh Winona Ryder freaking out about Alien Four, but like that I mean, I I I get it. You know what did she freak out about? 
Well, you know, like the, the, they they all had to do those. I mean, that underwater. Oh, that underwater shit scene. Yeah, was, okay. Was, a lot of that shit was real. You know mm. what I mean? Like they they spent like fucking days underwater in that shit, and they, they, I mean, you know, they were, you know, they filmed all these scenes, but then I mean, you talk about like the safety shit. Like mm-hmm. at least then they had assholes with like uh, oxygen to like come in case yeah. they 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 got you know fucked up or something like that. You know. As opposed to the poor suit kaiju wearing bastard, there's no, there's no, there's no diver bro there to be like, oh here, here dude in Godzilla suit, here's some fucking, uh, here's some oxygen to breathe or whatever, through your fucking Godzilla mask or whatever. It's funny because I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to that shit because I, I mean I remember when, uh, when I did that shitty Frankenstein play, the guy nearly hung himself. You know, I remember, and it was I remember like, you telling me that, you yeah. know, and it was just like that, you know, all, all that kind of stuff where you're like, you, you know, people don't realize I'm like, uh, you know, and then I, I probably exaggerated it. But I remember when I was doing Hamlet and they had me wear all these Christmas tree lights to be the ghost and shit. And I remember the days where it was raining outside. I was always pissed off because I was like, I was like, I'm going to fucking be electrocuted. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. And then and then part of that, that that I thought I was going to die and break my neck was that they would make the stage lights dark and I had the Christmas tree lights on. So I I was pretty blind. Like it was super dark. And then I had this bright light in my face, you know, these blue lights to be ghostly. And I had to walk down these rickety, you know, fucked up stairs, you know, like, like, in that condition and so what i used to do was when i practiced i i would be like all right i'm just gonna you know uh close my well you know first i would practice with my eyes open and i'd get you know i'd be like okay i'm gonna memorize these stairs and whatever and then i would start doing it with my eyes closed and then when i felt like i wasn't gonna like you know slip or die or what you know what i mean like i i did it so many times that it didn't matter if i was blinded by the light like i still kind of memorized where the the steps were and shit but i you know yeah there there were always things like that where i would you know i would be mad because because you know people are you know they're always thinking about oh this is going to look cool you know and it's like oh yeah but if i die it doesn't matter if it looks cool you know what i mean like so (laughs) 